0: for the first time and welcome back to those who are part of the Adrian Ross Show family. Glad you're here and let's dive into today's episode. I want to start today by reminding you that I am a part of a larger network of podcasters at the BMG Network. That is the thebmgnetwork.com. Go there and check them out. Also, A few days ago, we celebrated International Podcast Day. Did you know that Saturday was International Podcast Day? Well, it was. And I put out a little video highlighting uh, some of my favorite podcasts. So just check this out really
1: quickly. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts.
0: And here are some of the Adrian Ross Show favorites, the Megan Kelly Show, the Michael Knowles Show, African-American Conservatives, the News and Why It Matters, the BMG Network team, which is the Ken Burns Show, the Adrian Ross Show, the Pac-Man Podcast, and the Essentials with Maddie Flint. And be on the lookout for Bold and Beautiful with Kia Cordo a podcast coming soon happy international podcast all right so those are just a few of my faves and i encourage you to check those out okay so so there you have it podcasters doing some really interesting and great things and i just wanted to shout that out really quickly all right so what are we talking about today You may know that I have started something on the Adrian Ross show called Taking It to the Streets. And that's where I get to go out and just stop random people and engage them in in some questions. It's really um, it's really fun and it's enlightening. And I recently did the second episode of Taking It to the Streets where I went back to Southeast Missouri State University, commonly called SEMO. I had gone there for, episode, for the first episode of Taking It to the Streets also, in addition to going down on Broadway. And I really liked the college campus. So I'd gone back, talked to several people, but I spoke with one young man who really really blew me away and although this uh taking it to the streets edition is already posted i don't think a lot of people saw it at least certainly not as many people as i would like saw it now man i know i can't look at the numbers on youtube because most people listen to podcasts rather than watch but being that it was a uh, uh an extra episode and it was on an off day uh maybe not as many people tuned into it and and this one young man really deserves to be highlighted. So I'm going to um, to show you that portion of taking it to the streets because it's that powerful. He talks about an addiction he had to pornography. It was very transparent. I was not expecting it at all. I never got a chance to ask him the question that I was asking other people because when he hit me with that transparency, I had to go with it. I had to go with it. And it's so powerful and so important. I want to use this episode of the Adrian Ross Show to highlight that conversation with that young man, pornography and transparency from a senior in college. But I know that this is something that hits older people as well and so we can learn something from young people can't we I believe we can so let's hear his story about pornography and how God set him free check it out fall
1: of 2020 I gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. I suffered from a severe pornography addiction for about 10 years of my life and he showed me my sin and absolutely changed my life and um, so I originally came down to SEMO with the intention of pursuing a criminal justice degree Mm -hmm. uh, to be part of the DEA Mm -hmm. Um, but once I got saved I didn't want to Live my life tied down to the government. I wanted to have a family, uh, and I guess you could say live a little simpler life if you want to put it that way. I don't, I don't consider it that. But yeah. um, so I changed my major to criminology, and then to business administration, mm-hmm. and then finally to corporate communication. And uh, once I realized I wasn't good at math, I I switched to corporate communication. But I had enough credits to have a business minor. So, wow. um, so the perfect job that I would say would be. Uh, full-time ministry for the Lord, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know exactly what that would bring, uh, right. not in expecting a salary or anything like that, but just to be able to serve the Lord and provide for my family at the same time, that would be the dream job of my life, and um, and I think I'm a part of the greatest work, the Great Commission, right now, and it's a privilege to be able to share the message with others, and it's the wow. the, the life let me, that...
0: Let me, let me tell you what, what a dream is. I just happened upon you, mm-hmm. This talking to you is a dream. I'm a Christian as well. Praise the and, Lord. Uh, yeah, and so this is um, really encouraging, especially mm. in a college campus where yeah. you know, how do you? Um, we're just going to go in a whole different direction because sure. I'm going to flow with you. Uh, but how um, how difficult or not difficult is it to walk with the Lord in today's culture and even in you know, in on a college campus? Well,
1: <clears throat> I think. Being in the self-absorbed culture that we're in right now, Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's definitely a lot of of dangers constantly, right? You think of advertising and you think of all types of things that uh, are very enticing, you know, Mm -hmm. pulling your life away by professionalism or uh, even just not good pursuits. Uh, It definitely shows you the reality that sin is in the world, Mm -hmm. as the scripture says, Um, but it also helps me cling closer to the Lord Jesus and knowing that you know He paid the debt of my sin on the cross, knowing that He did that work for me. The Bible says He actually is living in me and He's with me here today. So it's an encouraging thing when I see all the sin around me, uh, it just makes the cross much more real to me when I realize that Jesus was willing to come to a place like this, mm-hmm. and He was willing to be afflicted and, and spat on and beaten for us. Yeah. It just encourages me knowing that that's what the Lord Jesus was willing to go through in order yeah. to provide a way that I could have everlasting life through faith that's in beautiful. Him.
0: That's so, beautiful. What year are you?
1: I'm a senior here.
0: How did you come to the Lord?
1: So. Uh, I was in my dorm and like I said, I suffered from a severe pornography addiction for Mm -hmm. about 10 years Mm -hmm. and uh, I was in my dorm and there was a question that came uh, in my mind and I believe it was the Spirit of God that put it there. Mm -hmm. But a question came upon my mind and it said, it was, what does God think of me? Mm. And I never thought about that before. I always thought about myself and, you you know, how I please God, but I never thought about what he thought of me. And immediately, it was almost like immediate, uh, the pleasure that I was having in the the screen that I was looking at, it just went away. And it it went from pleasure to bondage. And I I think I got a sense of the holiness of the Lord and how seriously He takes sin. And I dropped to my knees in my dorm and I gave my life to the Lord Jesus. And I said, Lord, just help me, deliver me. I didn't know all the lingo. I didn't know Mm -hmm. the Bible at all and I really studied it. But uh, I just said, Lord, help me and deliver me from this. And it was not a, not a, with no time whatsoever. I just had a completely changed life. And He changed the direction of my life, uh, just the, the sinful ways that I, I walked in, just 180, like dominoes, just one thing after another. Uh, I got convicted of by the Spirit of God. And He just changed my life. And wow. He gave me a passion for uh, the loss. And I, I see myself. Uh, when I consider others that are uh, eternal souls that are going to be in either hell or heaven a billion years from now. Mm-hmm. So I uh, just, I want to fulfill the great commission that he's given us and I want to preach the gospel in every creature. So wow. that's, that's my purpose now. And I think it's a, it's a high, it's a high calling.
0: Oh yeah. Yes, it is the highest. And um, wow. If I don't talk to another person today, this is uh this is a blessing and encouragement and, and knowing that you are bold and that I believe God's going to use you. So, Don't look back. Praise the Lord. Thank you again for a little time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Well, if you're anything like me, you're thinking, wow, because his testimony is absolutely powerful. His transparency is applaudable. I mean, it's just just his boldness for God is just absolutely amazing. Now. I want to point out a few things that I noticed from what he had to say, okay? He didn't mince words. If you noticed, he said he had a severe pornography addiction. He used the word severe, he used the word addiction. He also said that it was sin. He used that S word, that in today's culture, people don't seem to want to use, they don't seem to want to believe, but he called it what it was, even though it was an indictment on where he had been. He called it sin. He also said that God set him free. In other words, he needed deliverance from what he had called bondage, okay? Notice these words that people do not want to use much anymore, as if not using them makes it not exist. But of course, we're living in a time where people don't call sin, sin. Uh, They call it their choice. They call it their decision. They call it, uh, you know, their struggle and um it, it certainly is a choice and decision and it, it's it's uh, a struggle for people um whatever they're going through whatever sin they're engaged in is a, a struggle but it's still sin and and part of being free is when you come to the revelation that what you're in is a sin i i had to ask him how he came to know the lord and that was powerful also his encounter with God. Sounds like there was no one else there. Sounds like God reached him right where he was. And and different people come to God in, in different ways. Some people come to a church altar with a ton of people around them. But it sounds like he was right there. God showed up in the middle of his mess. And he just had that question, you know, what does God think of of me, and he said he went from pleasure to bondage, and and of course God then brought him freedom, and I, I just wanted to share this with everyone because, um, because it's amazing, it's powerful, but I also wanted to share the reaction prior to, um, releasing the full episode of the Adrian Ross show, the taking it to the streets episode uh, on which this young man appeared. Um, And that full episode has a a lot of, um, there are conversations with other people as well. You can check that out by going to YouTube or podcast platform or the BMG network and going to September 20th. And you can see the whole thing. It's really cool to to see that. But before I released that, I released a snippet, probably a minute, if that, of of my conversation with him, the start of my conversation with him. And I posted it on social media, as I always do, as a preview, this was a preview uh, for what was to come. And on Instagram, uh, the reel, that short piece of my conversation with him, there were comments from people who were like really, really behind him, really excited about, about the little piece that they had seen at that point And, but, you know, these things don't usually come without people having something negative to say. And so was such was the case here. Now, some of the comments were uh, somebody just wrote cringe. Uh, Someone, someone wrote um, LOL. I think he's serious. Someone wrote the word cult, um, and, and there was, there, there, there was uh, at least, there was at least one more, what was like, you know, like, kind of like, yeah, whatever, or, you know, I, I don't remember, it was just very, it was negative. Okay. And I, someone was, you know, someone laughing about it. And there was a comment from someone else who said, you know, I, I it was a time in my life when I would have laughed at that also, but I have encountered the Lord in my life. And, and so, you know, basically, I know that I know God is real. And I understand it's annoying, and it's sad and sick, but I get why there were people who uh, found it um, worth being demeaning about. And it's all wrapped up in the S word. And that is, you think, because I'm talking about pornography, I'm gonna say sex. No, it's because of the sin that he pointed out and there are people engaged in pornography as this young man was. And when he comes out and he says that God set him free, that means that those other people, even though he never said it, that inner conviction says, oh, he's saying that I need deliverance. He's saying I need to be set free. He's saying that there's something wrong with the way I'm living. And although that was not his purpose, that was not his intent, That was he was talking about himself and his own life, him calling something sin and saying that God encountered him, came to him um, by speaking to his heart and confronting him with his sin, that says to people that what I'm engaged in, if I'm doing that, is sin and I need to let it go. And so when you say that, people, oh, that's a cult. Oh, that's cringe. Oh, he is he, he's not, you know, is he serious? Yeah, he's serious. It is a sin, and you need you do need deliverance. And God is able to bring that to you. But you know, it's just human behavior. We tend to attack something that we think is attacking the way that we live. And so I'm sure, I'm sure that the people who had something negative to say about it thought it was funny or thought it was cringe or thought it's a cult, uh, probably got some stuff that they're doing that um, his life, his transformation, his reform highlights they know in their own lives. And speaking of transformation, let's talk about Luxell. Luxo is transforming the way people search on the internet. Search engines should be a place for you to discover the world and make your
1: own decisions about what you find. That's why Luxel is improving your access to information. The new search engine eliminates search engine bias that gets in the way of your searches. You can filter results to lean right or left, and from there you can sort it by Luxel's algorithm, alphabetically, and by freshness. Plus, there is no price for privacy. Luxle is free and doesn't track you or sell your data. So check out Luxel. that's
0: dot com, and take control of your searches. Okay, so back to this young man. His testimony speaks to the power of God. And I guess, like I said, I wanted to highlight that, not just to highlight his story, which is the main reason, but I also wanted to make sure that I highlight the response to that story, and that is the negativity that doesn't have to be there, because God, as this young man points out, does set people free. And he, so, so what I'm saying is is about what I'm saying about sin, and why I'm pointing out sin is not for condemnation, but it's for hope. Okay, it is for us to understand what he points out. Pornography was a severe addiction that he said. Don't let me forget that he suffered with because that's what it was. It was suffering. And he received the revelation of that. So no, he didn't say, well, this is just what men do, which I'm imagining some of those comments, which were from men, um, you know, which which what that, that some of them think. This is just what men do. We just, we just look at this filth. Um, but he didn't say, well, I was engaged in something that just men just do because that's what we're supposed to be doing. You know, he didn't say that because that's not that's not what it is. It was bondage from which he needed deliverance. That's the hard, cold truth that people don't wanna speak anymore. We tippy-toe around it. And he did it in such a way that wasn't an indictment on other people, but it was, just, it was just about himself, but it applies to everybody. You know, sin is sin. No, it's not just what people do. It's not just your vice or your struggle. It is a sin that the Lord wants to deliver people from. And if you're wondering, well, what's the big deal about who am I hurting? Yeah, you're you're hurting. You know what? Marriages have been destroyed over pornography, over over uh, one of the partners. It's I'm saying usually a man, it doesn't have to be a man because the, you know a lot of times people say, well, that's a that's a man's thing or a man's sin for those who recognize it as sin. But there are women who deal with that as well. So I don't know everybody's story in, in their marriage, but it has ruined it has ruined marriages. Um, because because one partner could not step away from pornography it ruins their own relationship that's supposed to be wholesome and, and holy right so so yeah it is a big deal and you know years ago i wish i could remember the full details but i believe it was dr james dobson you probably have heard of dr james dobson but he was allowed to go into the prison. I remember hearing this many years ago. He was allowed to go into the prison and speak with one of the main, major, majorly known um, mass murderers. He was allowed to go into the prison and talk to this individual, believe on on death row, and he asked this person. He asked the man, like, what brought you to the point where you would be killing all these people. And his answer was that when he was young, I don't remember the age, but I believe he was very young. He got caught up in pornography. And it was that, that drew him into this life of darkness that caused him to kill uh, many people as I recall. And so I've, I've always remembered that, you know, you would think, what are those, what do those have to do with each other? It, he, it, it opened the door for so much more darkness in his life and pornography. And I don't think that's the only one in terms of those who are uh, murderers that has something that has something to do with it. And it's, it's, um, it is severe. And like this young man, as you heard, 10 years I'm like, my goodness, he's only a senior in in college, so he was really young. And so maybe even this will help people understand why it's important that we do speak out and fight against this when it comes to young people, like I've been dealing with and others uh, others alongside and others before have been dealing with the pornography that's in the public libraries. And in the schools and this literature that is just filled with pornography, filled with child pornography, this has got to be addressed. And that's it's so important. It's important for their, their physical well-being, their mental well-being, their spiritual well-being. It's absolutely important. Now, this young man at the college campus sounds like he was looking at pornography on online, but there, it's easily accessible to children in, in books, and these authors are just throwing this stuff out there. I mean, pornography, child pornography is huge and it has to be addressed. And so, I know there are people who are like, ah, you know, kids are kids, let kids be kids. There's some things that are so deep and go to such a depth in our hearts that. We can't just turn the other way. We can't look the other way. We have to be willing to stand up. And so that's why uh, the fight for the innocence of young people, for the protection of young people, of adults as well. But um, my focus is on these young people and what's going on in the libraries and the books in the library. There's there's a reason 10 years he was trapped, 10 years. And my guess is that some of the people who made comments on Instagram about this young man they're, they're trapped too. And it's really sad, but Jesus does set free. You can call it a cult if you want. That's a lie. It is the truth. Um, what you're wrapped up in, maybe your cult is pornography, but Jesus, um, sets us, sets us free. And, uh, and so I, I wanted, I wanted to just highlight that because it offers hope and it, it offers uh, hope for people. It also calls out you know, we need to start calling out what is. And we back down too much. And, and, and you know, people just back down and people kowtow and this is my thing and let me keep my mouth shut. No, where are the people who are going to stand up and speak truth? And when God gives you a testimony, why not share it, All right? Let me take a break right now and remind you about we the people of Missouri and we the people of Cape County. Uh, The next meeting is October 3rd. Paul Berry will be there. He is a Missouri Lieutenant Governor 2024 candidate. Paul Berry will be there five o'clock in Jackson, Missouri at Delmonico's. Five o'clock. All the meetings are five o'clock in Jackson at Delmonico's. So October 3rd, Paul Berry uh, Missouri Lieutenant Governor 2024 candidate, and then looking ahead to October 10th, we have Ron Calzone who will be there talking about initiative petition reform. So go to we the people of Missouri and check out all that they have going on there at the website. All right, don't forget five o'clock, Delmonico's, Jackson, Missouri, every. Tuesday. All right. Now, I would be remiss, I feel, if I did not uh, point out that a few days ago, uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein passed away at 90 years old, just hours after she cast what would turn out to be her last vote in the Senate. We at the Adrian Rush have talked about uh, Dianne Feinstein, Senator Feinstein, Uh, in terms of her uh, her age and uh, she's come up in conversations that I have had on the show about uh, possible age uh, age limits Um, she you know has had some health issues uh, and I think a fall recently she was away from the senate for for a while after fall she had shingles she came back she didn't seem to uh, to know that she had been away at times they say she seemed con- she seemed um confused and and therefore um they, she would have moments of just being upset uh, we've seen them i've shown here where she had cast a vote she didn't seem to understand and then they just tell her how to vote and we talked about elder abuse we talked about all this stuff like you know people are people willing to just use people and and not just because she's a democrat I, you know i've talked about it with Democrat President Joe Biden, of course, but I've also talked about it where where Mitch, um, Senator Mitch McConnell is concerned. So, um, so ninety years old. Um, and uh, I obviously did not agree with where she stood politically, but I my condolences uh, uh, to to her family, to her loved ones, and um, obviously to her colleagues in in the Senate. 90 years old and she's still in office. I still have the same question. I mean, I, you know, one might say, well, she passed away while she was still doing what she loved to do, but really should anybody be doing that at 90 years old? I don't like to put everyone in a box as I'm not going to go down the same road, but you, you, you've got to wonder, is it, is it just a lust for power that keeps people in there? Is it, um, I mean, why at 90 years old money's not an issue why aren't you just enjoying that time in your life doing other things where you're still in this office where you don't you don't know what's going on and um and yet you're there casting votes on things that are important and people are encouraging you to do that that's just kind of mm. anyway so um so again my condolences to the family of uh, senator uh, Diane Feinstein and we also have to again think about this why i mean even if you didn't have age limits on this thing you know her constituents voted her in again when she was obviously well up in age and then you have nancy pelosi who was i think 81 she's running again um i i, I don't know we, why like why not go enjoy you've served You know, whatever we think of how you served, you served, you served your country, like go do something else at 90 years old or or 81 or, or whatever the case may be. Anyway, but then again, you got Donald Trump who is running and he's at 77, not in the same shape as some of these other people. But, you know, time has a way of catching up to you, not speaking that over his life, but it's just some things that we need to think about. So... As we wind down here on the show, let me remind you again to go to the BMG Network, the bmgnetwork.com and check out the other podcasters there. I also want to remind you about my Substack, adrianross.substack.com. Now, my birthday was a few days ago and I put out a a special offer on my Substack, half off for a year. It's just an amazing deal for people to become paid subscribers. Um, Some are free subscribers who'd like to step over. Well, um, I'm glad to see a couple people jump on that uh, because it's a a great deal. Go to adrianross.substack.com, check out the subscribe section. And until October 5th, so we're running out of time, but until October 5th, that great deal is there. So that's where the podcast is, obviously, and that's where I write as well. So check that out. Also go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or, you know, wherever you may listen, whatever podcast platforms you may listen, give a rating and write a review. It be much appreciated. Go to YouTube, the Adrian Ross show there, subscribe, leave comments, all those things as someone says, as I hear someone say, help us beat the algorithm. Again, just as I've I've said recently, I've had some people tell me privately, make comments on something or say how much they love the show or whatever. And yet I'm asking you, yes, keep doing that. That's so encouraging, but also do it publicly. Like the like um a post on Substack or or um, leave a rating interview on a podcast platform. It matters. Leave a comment, subscribe to YouTube, share with other people. All right. So we need you to do all those things. And what else do I need you to do? I need you to be aware of We the People. We the People. Once again, it is We the People of Missouri.org. And after you check out the site, if you want to drop an email, WTP Cape County M O at gmail.com. All right. Don't forget the meetings are Tuesdays on, uh, on Tuesdays at Delmonico's in Jackson. So you local folks check it out. Remember Paul Berry October 3rd and Ron Calzone, October 10th. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the agent Raw show. And if you did not see that full episode, September 20th, taking it to the streets where this young man's testimony is a part of other conversations I had with other people about other things. Make sure that you do that. Watch it on YouTube. It's a great one to watch. All right. So thank you for tuning in. I will catch you next time. God willing, God bless you abundantly.